जर्नी When it comes to financial planning, everyone has their two cents to contribute. But often the advice can be misleading or end up doing more harm than good. Mint has been covering the stories of real families who went from making financial mistakes to seeking professional advice and correcting them in a segment called My Plan. Since 2009, we have covered hundreds of families and from their stories a pattern has emerged. Most people tend to make the same mistakes in their money lives and are advised by financial planners to make changes to fix them. Let's talk about what these mistakes are and what you can do to prevent yourself from falling into them. You're listening to Why Not Mint Money and I'm Nilanjana from Mint's personal finance team. The first and most obvious mistake that most people make when it comes to money is spending what we don't have. Given the consumption-driven environment we live in, it's easy to fall into the trap of wanting more than you can afford, whether it's a luxury car or the latest smartphone. This is one of the main problems that financial planners encounter when dealing with clients. They lack a good grip on the amount they spend per month. Most of the money seems to slip through the cracks. The lack of discipline is the main issue and since no budget gets drawn up, there's no expense limit that is adhered to. But not having a budget can mean lifestyle expenses eating away at your potential savings without you even realizing it. The first order of business therefore is to keep a tab on where your money is going and capping discretionary spending so that the surplus can go into investments. Most families that we have interviewed over time have had one common problem area, insurance. Whether it's buying insurance as an investment or relying entirely on employee health insurance, people tend to get insurance planning wrong very often. Most people have had at least a ULIP or an endowment plan or a cashback plan at some point in their lives. The high expenses and long tenure of these schemes makes them very unsuitable. When you are also grossly underinsured or rely solely on health insurance provided by the employer. Treating insurance as an investment is also a huge problem. People tend to look at how much returns an insurance product is going to give them rather than focusing on how much protection it is offering and at what price. They also don't factor in the fact that insurance is a long-term contract and decisions that they make now will commit them for a very long time. When it comes to life insurance it's it's best to keep things simple just opt for a term plan with adequate cover also ensure that you have suitable health insurance for you and your family independent of what your employer provides saving and investing is another area that stumps many while most indians are good savers investing is another story altogether waiting too long to start investing is a problem every financial planner has encountered Many only look into financial planning and investing when they're in their 30s and 40s but the earlier you start the more you can benefit from the power of compounding Another issue is not tying financial goals to investments According to planners most people do not work to a plan when it comes to their finances Investments are made at random based on tips or for tax saving and are not properly thought through which is a major problem Tying your investments to your goals is the first step towards securing your financial future Start by deciding what your short and long-term goals are and then choose investment products accordingly. For instance, if you have a short-term goal, 
it makes sense to steer clear of equity, whereas for long-term goals, equity products are the way to go. Now, Indians have finally woken up to the virtues of mutual funds and have started investing through SIPs. But many of them are not doing it right. While having no exposure to equity is still a mistake that many conservative investors continue to make, those who do take the plunge can still be jeopardizing their returns by not doing adequate research or consulting a professional. Investing based on tips from friends and colleagues means not knowing what you're putting your money into. One should choose a mutual fund based on their financial goals and risk appetite, as well as the fund's performance relative to the benchmark. If you are a DIY investor who feels stumped when it comes to decoding mutual fund performance and returns, consider consulting a financial advisor or referring to a source that ranks mutual funds based on suitability. But definitely do your due diligence before investing. Another area that concerns financial planners is the contingency fund or lack thereof. Most people tend to ignore the importance of having a large enough emergency fund raise. In fact, not having an emergency fund has hit a lot of people very hard in the wake of the COVID-19 pandemic, which has resulted in job losses. But according to planners, even those who have a fund might be managing it wrong. They use it for monthly cost overruns and pluck money out of it when their budgeted expenses go haywire. Most have amounts just equal to maybe two months of expenses. Not having an adequate emergency fund leads to borrowing money when you need it at high rates or breaking investments that you had no intention to break. To avoid this bleak outcome, planners advise having at least a six-month to one-year of expenses stashed away in your emergency fund in an accessible instrument like a liquid fund. But given the circumstances after the COVID pandemic has happened, experts are now advising having 12 to 24 months of expenses in your emergency fund. Planners also cite issues like not having proper nominations and a will and mismanagement of financial documents as extremely common problems that Indian investors have. In the unfortunate event of a sudden demise, these factors could escalate into a full-blown crisis. While most of these mistakes can be fixed, the longer you wait to do so, the more your long-term finances will suffer. So start analyzing your own money life to see how many of these errors you might be committing unknowingly and start making changes right away. That's all for now. Keep listening to Why Not Mint Money. Thanks for listening in. We're also available on livemint.com. And if you're old school, then do pick up a copy of Mint for some insightful coverage. If you have any questions you want us to address, do reach us out at HT Smartcast. We are present on Twitter, Facebook and Insta. And if you want to connect over email, write in to us at mintmoney at livemin.com. Until next time, it's bye-bye. Hi, I'm HT Smartcast and I hope you're safe and well. The next episode is about to begin. But just a small message of solidarity before that. In difficult times like these, living in isolation isn't going to be easy. But what if working from home, our own comfort zones, helps us discover new ways of being? What if this calm, this rest, it helps us listen to ourselves and the people around us more deeply? While that happens, you can find me at htsmartcast.com Connecting you to the world of comedy, culture, motivation, news. You know, just in case you need some smart company. Thanks for listening. Take care. This was a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.